It's the Rewind with your host, the Comrade. I just want to say to you today, it's a lovely day. As we go through this virus situation, we truly want to be aware of what we need to do as individuals. But also, if you are able to wake up, if you are able to get out of bed, thank the Lord for one more day. I'm excited. I got the victory through Jesus. Going to talk a little bit of sports today. Not going to back down from it. Going to let you know that college football, I don't know why we're getting so in-depth or so deep into it, but this is how the NCAA tries to stay relevant. We got sports shows, talk shows. We got people who are making up stories to be relevant. I mean, ESPN should cut some of their staff. Fox, Fox One should cut some of their staff. Yeah, FS1. They should cut some of their people in their staff. I'm serious. Because if, if, if we don't get rid of some of these talk shows, I'm telling you, some of these sports talk shows are terrible. Okay? I do not particularly like a number of them. Now, today, I'm going to talk sports, football, basketball, baseball. You know, I'm going to talk it. But also, I'm going to talk a little bit about these talk shows and these sports shows on the radio, on TV. Some of them be done with them. You know, it's so much of a bias. One thing, you got you got a lot of um, good old boys talking about African-American players like they know them. They don't know them. So what they say about them is not always correct. They don't know them. And this is the problem. We have a problem where we don't have as many African-American journalists or talk show hosts that will speak truth and knowledge about an African-American athlete or student athlete. Okay, you have a lot of these good old boys and good old girls talking and they don't know these young men or young women. Okay, and they just write, they write what they want to write, what they feel, what is is what is. And then you go about putting up lies, you go about not knowing truly about these people. Um, these people have relatives, parents, aunts, cousins, and uncles. And we're sitting up here listening to a Jackie McMullen. Okay? She didn't know nothing about the McGee twins. She didn't know nothing how great Cynthia Cooper was. If she would have known, she would have known Cynthia Cooper would have ate Tarasi up. She would have ate Sue Bird up. Okay? She would have knew that. She would have knew that that um, Hammonds girl, who's the assistant coach for the um, um, San Antonio Spurs, was a what? Benedict Arnold. She was a traitor. She was pissed off because she couldn't get past Teresa Edwards and Teresa Weatherspoon, Ruthie Bolton, Cynthia Cooper, and she had to go play for Russia in the Olympics. Okay? And we want this woman to lead us 
with men's basketball? Are you serious? No way. And she shouldn't be able to get an opportunity like that. We have other worthy women who should be coaching, okay, basketball, especially in the NBA, who are more qualified than her. She just happened to be a good old girl. Okay, that's all. And she 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 was a whiner when she was when she was um trying to get on the Olympic team, always whining, always complaining. And then, like I said, Teresa Edwards, Teresa Weatherspoon, Ruthie Bolton, Cynthia Cooper, they put the clamps on that girl. They put the clamps on her. She couldn't do nothing. That's right, I'm telling you, with a sad face. I get tired of sitting talking about Sue Bird. Sue Bird's garbage. Garbage. Okay? She's garbage. She can't guard nobody. Okay? She's garbage. She could not have guard Teresa, Teresa um, Edwards, Ruthie Bolton. They would have ate her alive. Cynthia Cooper, they would have ate her alive. Okay? And I'm just naming a few of our beautiful young Nubian women who could get it done on the basketball court. I really, truly like to say this. I'm looking at TV shows and, 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 and hearing radio um, programs, and we got uh, uh, we got this guy, Will Kane. He's not even he, – he works for ESPN. This guy's not even – he's never played any sports. His father's an a, a actor in Hollywood, and his father, to me, was a really sad actor. I remember um, Denzel Washington couldn't believe – um, he was still in the game. But, you know, when you're a good old boy, you can be still in the game. You know, you, they'll make a way for you, you know. I remember him and um, Stephen A. Smith got into an argument one time. And we don't know if it was real or if it was entertainment. But I remember Stephen A. Smith got so upset with him said, man, you just learned about sports two years ago. And that's what I'm saying. And he's talking about African-American ballplayers. Never, never, don't know what they go through. Never met him, given his opinion, and his opinion supposed to be right because he's a good old boy and he's and he gave and he gave his opinion. That's a lie. I say the same thing about Molly Quinn. Okay, she, I really don't want to see her on first take. I don't like the show because Max Kellerman ain't nothing but a yes, yes guy. Okay, he doesn't know really nothing about sports. He ain't never played nothing. He, like I said, in boxing, he ain't never boxed nobody because I know we could get in the ring and we could do a charity boxing match for the NAACP and I'll, I'll bust him up. I'm just saying, he wants to talk about people, young people. But if somebody talked about his daughters, he always wants to talk how his daughters are learning basketball. Man, I got a couple of nieces that'll eat them alive. They could meet up at Jackie Robinson, and they and they will put it to him and his daughters. I just get tired because he don't want nobody talking about his kids. It's just like um, some of these guys who got sons and or daughters playing in college or high school. They don't want nobody talking about their kids. Now, they don't have no problem talking about somebody else's kid and trying to hurt that mother, that aunt, that uncle, that grandma. 
that father saying negative things. I see it all the time. I see it on, on ESPN. And you got guys who shouldn't even be on TV. I mean, they haven't really accomplished nothing. You got guys on the college basketball circuit for ESPN. Most of those guys ain't accomplished nothing. And they ain't, they ain't nothing but used car salesmen. I could name a bunch of them. Everybody's applauding Rick Pitino going to Iona. This guy put McGee, who was the grad student at Louisville at the time, grad student, you know, he was a grad assistant coach, um, put him on blast that he was paying these women $10,000 a semester when, when those women were coming to Louisville and, and dancing for the, for the recruits. That's a lie. He was only making $20,000. Okay, they were asking for $10,000 each semester. You don't think Rick Pitino did that? Come on. Come on. You know, I'm talking about the former football coach at Louisville. What he did. Okay? All the all the all the garbage and junk he did. You know, having having this little mistress on, on his on his bike, giving his little mistress an SUV. Okay? Come on now. We got so many good old boys and good old girls who be doing some crazy stuff and they get a pass. They get a pass. That's what I'm talking about. And, and, and again, we got, here's the, here's the get down to the get down. Um, I was looking at the undefeated. It was about the African-American quarterbacks who were, who were doing well and those who were getting the chance to, you know, really do their craft. And, it was one thing that was said um, by one of the um, one of the panel members. He, he is um, a quarterback consultant. He said, "You know, we got backup quarterbacks who are African American who like to get the same opportunity some of these backup quarterbacks have been getting, who happen to be um, Caucasian. Okay, get, getting getting roles on TV." getting roles in, in, in the um, coaching field, college football, um, pro football, as offensive coordinators, quarterback, quarterback coaches. You heard the sound. Because it's bull. They don't get a chance. They want to have an opportunity just to be coaches, okay, on the college and pro level as offensive coordinators. We got, we got guys – who could be defensive coordinators, okay, if given the opportunity. They know the game. They work hard to understand the game, okay? They look at film. You got a guy, and I'm going to put out his name because he's the coach at the University of Miami, Manny, Manny Diaz. Manny ain't never played no football on the high school and college level. You know how many guys who, who coach basketball, who coach football, and never played? They get the opportunity, good old boys. That's sad. And it bothers me. You got guys who, who are speaking about a sport who never played the sport, just giving their opinion and roasting people. That's what I'm saying. You got guys who are now talking about the draft on the, in the NFL, and they've never played football. Kuiper. 
I mean, he's been wrong so many times. Okay? I'm trying to tell you. Skip Bayless. Garbage. Garbage. It bothers me. You got guys who never played the sport. Okay? You got guys who say, okay, or and women who say, okay, I'm going to be a journalist. Yes, you, you be a journalist, but you're, you're not fair as a journalist. You're not fair. You're trying to get a story. You're trying to get find something negative. Why, don't you, why didn't you try to find something negative on Ben Rosenberger? Why didn't you try to find something negative on Brent Favre when he was when he was having a, a two a threesome with with two women? Why didn't you find something negative on Dan Marino when he had a, a, another child in Texas? Why didn't you find something until the last minute this this week and last week on Brady having having number of children, multiple children? Okay, but you want to blast D Hop, who who was a great wide receiver with the Houston Texans, and you blast him, okay, because a coach who who was inaccurate, okay, a coach who has not been a great leader of men, but he happened to be a good old boy. He worked under Belichick. He worked at Penn State. Big deal. But he gets an opportunity to keep his job and then try to knock another man who happens to be African-American. But he has a guy that works now with the Houston um, Texans who used to be a linebacker, okay, for them, middle linebacker. He went to SUSC. He, he, he comes from New Jersey. And he was on steroids in high school and in college and in the pros. That's why his career was cut short on that juice. Okay? I get tired of them talking about these African-American young men and women. But they don't speak of their own. I get tired of it. And then we don't have a large amount of African-Americans in the field with sports talk or radio talk or TV talk that they're afraid because they want to keep their paychecks. I, I remember. Uh, you know, like Barkley, I want to keep my job. You know, I remember guys talking about, you know, Stephen A. Smith, I want to keep my job. I ain't going to lose my job to, to try to support uh, uh, African-American. You know, I mean, I, you, I could go on and on to the break of dawn. We don't have enough. As like Jamel Hill said, we got maybe 2%, maybe, of African-Americans in the um, realm of of um, journalism, you know, talk radio, um, sports talk on TV. You know, you got guys selling out, women selling out. You know, you, you, I got to hear um, Kerry Champion talk. Got to hear Jamel Hill talk. You know, you get to hear some of these guys talk. You know, and, and they know how the business is. And it's scary because you can't be real most of the time. Because when you are real, it's going to bite you on your backside. But see, most of these good old boys and good old girls, they're not going to talk real. Because if they would talk real, they would know that Tony Romo don't deserve no 17 
or $19 million as a what? An analyst for CBS for football? Are you kidding me? He did nothing worthwhile just to be sitting up there. Nothing. He ain't win nothing. Okay? But you can't get a great, great mind. We got some great minds in, in, that should be analysts. You can't get some of these um, young or retired African-American football players to talk on the same level who some of them in the Hall of Fame. Some of them in the Hall of Fame. Don't even get an opportunity. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Steve Young, he did nothing at Tampa Bay. Nothing. I remember he played with the New Jersey Generals in the USFL. I mean, he played in that in that in that type of um, um league. He was playing for the LA Express. Garbage. He was playing for the LA Express, playing in the Coliseum. Garbage. Okay? Garbage. Herschel Walker was with the um um, the New Jersey Generals. Okay? Garbage. Always talking about people in the negative tone. Okay? He went to Tampa Bay, Steve Young. Garbage. San Francisco rejuvenated him. He talks about running quarterbacks. That's all he did was run. Okay? That's what he did. He wasn't a, a, a threat passing. He didn't have the consistency. It took the 49ers for that. And he won only one Super Bowl. Okay? If Russell Wilson would have gave the darn ball to Marshawn Lynch instead of listening to his general manager, his owner, and his coach, and knew the, the right move is not to be going around saying, I'm going to Disneyland. No, I'm going to hand this off, this ball off to Marshawn Lynch on second down, third down, if we got to go fourth down. Because he's going to get in there and score that touchdown, and the game would be over. And you and, and Russell Wilson would have had his second Super Bowl. And I always say this, I'm so happy Sierra's in his life. Because Russell Wilson. He's, he's really a guy now that, man, you could just really, you know, root for, really root for and, and, and support. You know, I support all these quarterbacks who are of, of color. I support them all because I know you got guys like Feinbaum who talks college sports. Okay, now they, they, they love, oh, yeah, Barrow, he can run. Wow. He's going to get clocked when he go to the NFL. But now Barrow can run. Now Lawrence can run. They're, they're, they're not like, okay, the African-American quarterbacks who are, who are athletes, okay, who are, you know, guys who can run and throw a little bit, okay, dual quarterbacks. It's so sad. You know, and, and I know I'm, I'm here talking to you about what's going on in the NFL and college football, but it happens in college basketball. It happens in pro basketball. Do you really believe Steve Nash can guard? 
a, 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 a patent? Okay, do you really believe in your God? Okay, um, we got God. We had we had, we had Terrell Brandon. So many great guards that played in the league when he was in the league. He couldn't guard these guys. He was up here guarding um, the three man, the four man. He's he's a scrub. He didn't deserve two MVPs. That was David Stern. Okay. One time they were pissed off with Kobe. The second time, Shaq only played about 50, 56 games. So they gave it to him. You think Dirk Lewinsky, Dirk Lewinsky gets an MVP? Okay, that, he's Britney Spears in drag. Him and Steve Nash wanted to go back to their countries and play for FIBA. He wanted to go back to Germany. Steve Nash wanted to go back to Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay, he wanted to go back there because they were getting blitzed. They were getting chunked. They were getting punked. Okay? Kevin Garnett even said, I would go at dirt hard. And he would back up like puss in boots. That's right. The NBA got so soft where you couldn't use your forearm or hand check or be a little physical. I remember Dirk Lewinsky, as I call him, Britney Spears and drag, you know, Michael Jordan was playing his final all-star game when he was with, um, when he was with the Wizards. And, Mike, uh, you know, Kevin Garnett called Mike out. Mike came out, you know, did his thing with Kevin. You know, you know, check this out. Doug Lewinsky called out Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan busted jump in his face. Then this fool calls him out again. Mike said, waves at him, get, get out of here. Then he said, so Michael Jordan said, okay, and then bust another jumper on him. Told him to get the stepping. He didn't have the right to be out there. He ain't never guard nobody. He didn't have the right to be out there. Big old shot squash with a wig on. That's right. He wouldn't get no rebounds. He was out there trying to shoot. And they're going to call him a great forward? Are you sick? We got great forwards that played in the league, like Elvin Hayes. I could name many more who were better than Dirk Lewinsky. That's right. And I say his name like that girl who was who was the secretary or, or uh, public relations person for President Clinton. And we all know where that got him, right? All right, then. That's right. Hey, check this out. You got women wanting to be in college football as coaches, also in the NFL as coaches. Like I said, my thing with this is they have never played college football. They've never played high school football. They never played pro football. If you're going to give jobs to women, or to these chumps, good old boys who never played because you know they daddy, you know they uncle, or you just giving them a up because they good old boys and good old girls. Hey, it ain't cool. But we all know it's never a fair system, right? The system is not fair. We all know that. 
We have so many who are qualified, who've coached college baseball, who've coached college basketball, who've coached on the high school level, college, high school basketball, high school football, track and field. I've done it all. Okay? And you see a guy like Tim Tebow, just because he he was on, on his knee praying. Hey, I pray to Jesus every day. I, I, hey, you know what? I'm, I, I can say this. Lord, you know I was at the altar March 12, 1988. I wanted to be baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues as God given for us. I wanted that. I wasn't going to sit up there and say, Lord, I accept you as my Savior. You, you, I accept the man. You should, you should be happy if the Lord accepts you. That's that, that's that bull that be running around. That's right. Mark Jackson knows. He was baptized at Peace Apostolic Church. He knows him and his wife. And he needs to recognize that. Sitting up there with um with, with, with um Jake and the fat man. That's right, sitting up there with Jake and the fat man. Two brothers who, who were garbage as basketball players. Okay, get up there with Pat Riley, who was a garbage NBA player. Get up there with him, and he gives them opportunities. But you got so many who, who more deserving. So many more deserving. That's my whole problem. I, I, I You know, they don't never want to talk about racism. But racism is real. It's in the workplace. It's real. And, and, and when you're dealing with ESPN, I remember Stephen A. Smith had his show called Quite Frankly, the Stephen A. Smith show. I loved it. He was bringing in journalists. I didn't even know we had African-American journalists. And he would bring them in. And he would give them a platform to speak and to talk about sports. That's why I don't know what's wrong with um, old boy Whitlock. He needs to get right, okay? And all that, you know, all that bull junk that they be doing at the end, you know, that, 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 ain't, nothing but, that ain't nothing but bull junk be doing at the end. And then Marcellus Wiley, man, he's, you know what? He all about himself, very disappointing. You know, want to shout out, throw out names um, of people. But in the end, when you're gone, nobody ain't going to remember you no more. It's going to be it's going to be less visits to your to your um, your cemetery where you at. Less visits. The visits will get less and less. That's right. I said it. Baseball. They're trying, they, they got a show. It's, it's on a cable network. They're trying to, um, they got a guy who's the commissioner of baseball, and he's trying to get more African Americans to be with Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, they got a, a lot, so many African Americans who should be general managers, managers, head, head of scouting, but baseball won't do it. They'd rather put a guy in there who's never been in the major leagues, who's only been in the minors, and they give him the jobs. Sad. 
a guy who's, who who had maybe 30 at-bats in Major League Baseball, but he, he becomes a manager. A guy who's never played baseball, okay, but they talk about some sorry analytics, okay? Analytics do not win you championships. Players do, okay? Organizations don't win you championships, okay? Players make plays and win you championships. Hey, I'm talking to you today, bringing some what education to what has been hidden from generation to generation. If you don't think it's been hidden, you need to check out 1921, what happened in Tulsa, and really, really get down to the get down with that. And you'll see, again, that there's always a number of cover-ups when we deal with racial issues when people should have an opportunity who are of color to be whatever they want to be as long as they are prepared and they have the qualifications. That's all I'm saying. I'm bringing it to you 100. This is, again, Conrad coming at you strong, never never wrong, coming at you strong, okay? As I say this again, be careful, be safe, and hopefully I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Rewind with your host, the Conrad.